0: Hello, beautiful humans, and thank you for listening to the first episode of the Worthwhile Healing Podcast. Um, You probably already know who I am, let's face it. This is the first episode, so it's definitely just my friends who are listening. (laughs) If you've managed to come from somewhere else, then welcome. Um, My name is Kian Long, and this will hopefully be a bi weekly podcast. At the very least, it will be a weekly podcast where I will be examining certain healing techniques and examining the pros and cons and hopefully getting some guests on you know because I understand that listening to one voice for however long can be can be very boring especially if you've got a shit farmer's accent like I have (laughs) but yeah um, it's a privilege to have you here and it's a privilege to have you for the first episode of a healing technique that I hold quite close to my heart and i I feel very strongly about um, because it's helped me a lot, especially in recent months, and I'm excited to get talking to you about it so the focus of this episode is going to be about um pornography and in particular how you can overcome um, your sort of need your sort of yearning for pornography, which is completely unessential. Um, it's a unnatural desire to have it in fact it's an exempl it's an ex- I'll argue it's an exemplification of a natural drive that we have that has been sort of manipulated and exemplified to a way in which it becomes unhealthy and this is why i have stepped away from pornography for the last couple of months um i've stepped away from the pmo cycle which is the pornography masturbation orgasm cycle that um A lot of people in particularly, i don't wanna um stereotype here, but it is particularly prevalent in uh young teenage boys um which is sort of the worst time to become hooked on pornography. I feel because that's when your your brain is like a sponge and you absorb all the information and you and you take everything as fact, and as we know, pornography is not fact, okay like as you grow up, you realize that sex and relationships are completely, um, I would even argue sometimes even the opposite to what is portrayed in pornography. Um, There's a lot of things which pornography miss out. And there's a lot of things that that, that we are not ready for, because we sort of uh, sort of tend to learn from pornography, even though we should not really learn from pornography. We should learn from experience. The way that I learned that I had this addiction and it was um, biting away at my personality and that I needed to to do something about it was actually through watching a video from Terry Crews, who is a famous actor, and I'm sure you have all seen the clip of him in White Chicks. And if you haven't, just know that I'm very disappointed in you right now (laughs) and that you should go and watch it before you listen to the rest of this podcast because it's a life-changing clip of him just singing to making my way downtown walking fast i will try and recreate that but that's not what you came here for <laughs> but yeah um so i was watching it i was watching a video from him it was sort of like a vlog type thing where he was in his car and he was talking to the camera quite openly about this this dirty secret that he had found in himself um and it was it was clearly quite hard for him to talk about and it, it really did hit emotionally and the dirty secret that he had was that he used to watch a lot of pornography and it was sort of tearing down his career and it was sort of tearing down his relationship with his wife and stuff. And I remember thinking like how can something that's so normalized in everyday conversation, especially um among the certain groups who I'm sure you know have this conversation quite a lot, which is you know the 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 teenage boys we were talking about earlier how can something so normalized be so destructive um and this is what had me hooked for the rest of the video and I was I was watching the rest of it and I remember thinking in my head like that's not a dirty secret because everyone everyone does it and I I do it like I did it at the time obviously not anymore but um I remember watching and he was talking about how he used to watch it every day and I was thinking that's not a dirty secret because we all watch it every day. I watched it every day. Um, and then as as the video went on and I kept sort of denying it and I kept pressing it back, I sort of started to realise that, hang on, maybe this is a problem that I have as well then. If if I'm watching it every single day, I'm going through the the PMO cycle every day, um, surely this is a problem. Like, if, if, if he's recognising it as a problem and I'm sort of saying that it's not a problem... Who am I to say that it's not a problem? Because I'm the one with the problem, you know. So so that really sort of, it was quite hard to take at first. But then it sort of got me in an endless cycle of watching more and more videos from people who are going through the same thing, it, it, which is a thing that a lot of us experience. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast right now are experiencing. Um, and yeah, I, I stumbled across a community called the NoFap community. You might have heard of NoFap before. Um nofap november is quite common for um but it, it's it goes on beyond november it's more of a lifestyle and I, I soon started to realize this and the nofap community is essentially just a bunch of people it's it's mainly male orientated i won't lie but there are of course some females involved um but yeah it, it's it's mainly a bunch of men who are trying to overcome the the addiction that we all sort of have and have built from a young age and it's trying to it's trying to build down the reliance that we tend to form through a continued habit of watching porn through our teenage years um and sort of understanding that there are people out there who have not only tried to overcome uh, the addiction but actually have overcome and um, have experienced all the great benefits from it sort of had me more intrigued and. It made me want to take take it on myself, so I, I went through a, a couple of stages of it, and uh, I'm not going to lie, there was a few stages which did fail. Um, I got to round about the three-day mark, and then gave in, and I got to round about the four-day mark, and then gave in, and it's, it's gradually built up and built up over time, and I can now proudly say that I am on day 30 as I'm recording this episode, and in all honesty, I don't want to jinx it, but it, it feels like a lifestyle now. Like I've I've got used to not going back there and I have no desire to go back and watch pornography. So it's definitely feels more natural now to go about my day without it and to have it cut out. And I've experienced many, many benefits that I will probably go into in another podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose the, the point of this podcast is to lay out a simple plan and to give tips and advice for people who... Um, i maybe heard of the NoFap community before, maybe took part in NoFap November, but want to make it a lifestyle and want to go back there. Um because it's it's a beautiful place, man. To be to be free from a unnatural desire and to be free from something that is so destructive is really freeing and it's just a great lifestyle to live. So I suppose that is the, the first step of um overcoming your porn addiction is to realise your why and to understand why you want to overcome um, your porn addiction and obviously it's going to be different for everyone it's, going to, it's a completely subjective question to ask you know why is completely subjective but for me it was to take back control of my life and to yeah just to sort of understand that hang on I have the power in this situation I can choose to watch it I don't have to watch it you know because um, I think once it becomes so ingrained in you and it, it becomes part of your daily routine you you find it hard to say no. And that's why people can struggle sometimes to 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 get to grips of actually people aren't watching it. How are they not watching it? Because it's, it's so ingrained in my lifestyle, like I could never imagine not watching it. But it's it's possible. <laughs> you have control over your life. You have more control than what you think. And it's it's definitely part of healing is to take back that control. So that's that's why I did it. And um yeah, I feel like you can you can definitely take optimism from from the negativity of realizing that it is ruining your life because you you can change it like you 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 really can like you are a powerful human being you are a human being on your healing journey just like I am, just like we all are, and the first step is to take back control, so yeah, I encourage you all to do it, and I'm now gonna get into my four steps, so yeah. Let's get started. So, this first tip is one that I've built out of experience. It's not something I did on my first attempt. It's not something that I I thought I would need to do. Um, but it's definitely something that's helped, and it's something that I did at the start of this streak, and it's why I believe that I am at day thirty now, and it's why I I believe it's it's a large reason why I've reached such a long streak, my longest ever streak, and yeah, I would recommend it to you guys. So. The first tip is to try to cut out as many triggers as possible. So this can entail a lot of different things, but I'm mainly talking about social media and going on a purge of unfollowing people that you only really follow because you're physically attracted to them. And that may be the Instagram models, maybe the the celebrities and yeah, and I think that's, that's not good for your brain, essentially. You should try and fill your instagram feed or your facebook feed or your twitter feed with positivity motivation your friends people that inspire you um if you're on unf- if you're following someone just because you find them physically attractive then obviously that's going to sort of be the catalyst for your pmo cycle because your pmo cycle always starts with a catalyst so that's that's definitely my first tip and it's someone has helped me because being on social media and Scrolling through my feed, like you know, the endless feed where you just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, it's it helps to only have your friends there, and to only have people that fill you with goodness. It's it's not only good for your NoFap journey, but it's it's good for your mental well being as well because, um, yeah, you 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 find yourself that you're not comparing yourself to other people, and it's it's definitely a good first step. You want to start with a clean slate, go through and follow as many people who just as you can that you think may trigger you or not even unfollow them you can always mute them and I I am by no means saying that um to be attractive and to be inspiring are two mutually exclusive things because because they're not you know there may be content creators out there who you find physically attractive but who also inspire you and their content inspires you so so yeah don't 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 unfollow those people like don't Don't completely unfollow every single person from your Instagram feed because that's going to be boring. Um, But just, I'm talking about unfollowing the people who you only follow because you find them attractive and you know that that's going to trigger you because you want to cut out as many triggers as possible and that's going to make your journey so much easier. And once you've completed the first step and you've cleaned your slate... Um, not literally clean your slate, by the way, I, I realise how that may sound. Um, I mean, when you've unfollowed all those people and you've cut out all the triggers and stuff and you've deleted any saved pictures or saved videos that, that may trigger you um, into a PMO cycle, then you're ready to start. Um, you're ready to get started. And it's it's not as daunting as you think it may be. You know, All you're doing is just cutting out something that's toxic in your life. So the only thing you're going to get is benefits at no extra effort, really? Okay? All all you're doing is just removing something. In, in fact, you're you're saving time, essentially. You're you're not going through that cycle in your day, and you're not putting as much energy to go through that cycle. So yeah, it, it doesn't have to be daunting. You can look at it as that you've only got things to gain. You've got nothing to lose. um So yeah, that that's a good mindset to be in, and I would recommend that. And then, um. um that sort of sets you up for step two in a way. Because step two, I would say, is to get busy. Uh get busy with hobbies such as exercise, creativity, um, learning something new. Because once you've got this distraction, then you're sort of taking the dopamine that you used to get from which a dopamine is a happy hormone, um, you're taking that dopamine that you used to get from the PMO cycle, which is an unhealthy dopamine to have, and you're putting it into something else. And if that hobby is quite healthy, so for example, exercise or something like that, then you're you're improving your life in so many different ways by cutting out toxicity and replacing it with something that's productive. You're not only distracting yourself, but you're benefiting your life in a different area. And that's incredible to think that you can do that you know you you can sort of kill two birds with one stone in a way and the, the benefits will only increase if you're focusing your time and your energy into something that's more productive and something that fulfills you a lot more than the extra baggage of the PMO cycle that you want to get out of your life and you want to replace with something really positive and you can do that man you really can and being busy with other things is something that definitely did benefit me um not just in terms of my everyday life but it benefited me especially when it came to the 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 point where I felt like I was going to relapse because you do get those points obviously um you still have those urges and you still feel like you're going to go back to that place but once once I did go and I that that did hit me and I felt like I was going to relapse so I sort of asked myself the question I was like, I can do two things here I could either relapse and then go about the rest of my day but the the thought of relapsing um it would it would sort of hinder all the progress that I'd made and I would be sort of going back to the place which I'm trying to get out of so I didn't want to I didn't want to go down that route obviously I wanted to do anything that I could to stop to stop myself from going down that route. And the best way to do it was just to do something else, just to do something really productive and try my best to take my mind off it. So I would maybe go for a run or I would maybe um, do some writing uh, because that's my job, I'm a writer. So I'd maybe do some more writing or I um, I would maybe read some more, read some more books or anything like that, like anything that is productive and fills your brain with happy chemicals and anything that can be considered to to boost um, to boost your success and to boost your productivity for the day. It's, it's definitely a much better thing to be doing than relapsing. So, yeah, and to sort of take control of that is a beautiful thing. And to realise that you do have the control to choose something that's going to benefit you, going to benefit your day, then a lot more than just... Um, just a couple of minutes of pleasure so yeah it's 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 lifelong pleasure not a couple of minutes of pleasure that I'm looking for I think that's that's the point that I'm trying to address here is that you have that choice to to benefit your life in the long run and not just in the couple of minutes run so yeah that's that's definitely something to consider and it's, it's definitely a worthwhile tip is to get busy take your mind off it distract your mind with something healthy and don't go back to that place go to a good place but when you've got those foundations in place and you're building healthy habits and you're exercising or you're reading more or whatever it is that you choose to to do or it might be a mixture of those things which is even better um you're probably still gonna have urges okay from time to time because you're a human being and it's in your nature to to seek comfort you know and to to go back to your habits that You've formed throughout most of your life to which is to rely on pornography, you know, but it's not a healthy comfort to be in. You know, that's why I would argue that you need to find comfort in other things such as reading or such as exercising or anything like that. But another way that you you can find comfort that's, that's not one of those things is to find comfort in a community. And as I was saying earlier, there is a there is a massive NoFap community, you know. You can e you can join through Reddit or Discord or nothing like that. Or if you don't have any of those, then just go to nofap dot com and there's there's a massive forum on there and you can read people's posts and you can read about people's experiences and you you can post your own, you know, and um it's it's a great sort of brotherhood to be in because a lot of people are in the same boat and a lot of people are still experiencing these urges but Together we can, you know, motivate people to to not go back to that place and to to carry on the healing that we're doing and to improve day by day. And you can do that for a community. So yeah, definitely forming a community or or at least seeking the posts from a community. You you don't have to write your own. You know, there there are people that have written stuff on there that you're going to be experiencing as well. So. Yeah, find find posts that you can relate to, and and seek the advice that other people are given, and yeah, form a community. That's step three. Um, Arguably, one of the most important, but all of these are important steps. I'm saying that for everyone. These are all really important steps. So yeah, definitely form a community. Even if your community is just with one other person, you know. Even if your community is with me, you know, you you can reach out to me via Instagram. If you don't have me on Instagram it is dot LG cheeky bit of self forward though i know but um you can always reach out to me man if you if you feel like you're gonna you're gonna relapse and you you don't want to relapse and you want to carry on your the healing progress that you've made then reach out to me i'm 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 your friend we're, we're all everyone on this journey everyone on this healing journey is your friend and we all want to help each other and within communities there are part there's power so if you've got the same end goal you can inspire each other um maybe spread the word to a few of your friends and tell them about the immense benefits that you're experiencing and have that conversation with them and you can form a community with them and yeah that will definitely help you in your journey when you do reach the stage of oh i want to relapse um just just send them a message just give them a call And they can help rationalize things with you and they can be like, hey, you don't want to to go back to that place that you were before, that unhappy, self-conscious, socially awkward person that you was before. You don't want to go back to that. You want to carry on being the fucking warrior that you are and you want to carry on through this and just reap more of the benefits that you've experienced already, you know, because the benefits are endless. So do not go back to that place. Form a community. Reach out for help if you need it. Reach out to me for help if you need it. I'm always here. I'll I'll always be here to reply to your messages and stuff. So yeah, please, please do that. I do realise that I've, I've been talking a lot about urges and the urge to go back to that place, but please do, please do understand that these urges are temporary and they're they're more extreme in the time frame of about seven days ish. Once you get to your seven days stage once you surpass that the the urges do sort of start to die down because like i said it becomes more natural and now i don't get as many urges as i used to um i can't remember the last time i had an urge actually i think it was maybe a couple of weeks ago now so yeah it's you you definitely become more in tune with this lifestyle as it goes on and the urges do start to disappear but um these tips are still worthwhile even when you're not getting urges you know but they're, they're especially worthwhile in that stage of about the the one to seven day stage when you will experience all the urges. Um, definitely take these tips on board and continue on your journey because once you get past that seven day stage, it's the, the benefits do start to reap in a lot more. So it's definitely worth pushing through. And yeah, please don't be put off by the fact that I am mentioning urges because I'm totally upfront with you. Like there will be urges, but It's a case of pushing through those urges and becoming a better person at the end. Because healing is never easy. You know that. Like, you're on a healing journey. You know that becoming a better person is not easy. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But you're not everyone. You're you. You're unique. And you're beautiful. So keep pushing through the urges. And then they will soon not disappear, but they will soon die down. Trust me. Trust the process. And if worst comes to worst, you know, you've got all of your foundations in place you know you're you're staying busy you've formed the community you've cut out all your triggers but you still get an urge which can happen maybe probably will happen especially in the early stages of your nofap journey um then what i would recommend to completely disregard the urge to completely eradicate the urge is to jump in a cold shower and i know that's not the most appealing thing in the world you know cold showers aren't designed to feel amazing but they're designed to feel amazing once you're out okay but once you're in the cold shower trust me your the sexual urge will just completely go and i can promise you that because men you you all know what happens down below when you jump in cold water um it's your urge is going to completely go you're going to come out feeling so much better and you can continue your healing journey knowing that you didn't relapse and that you're not going to go back to day one you're going to continue to day six or day seven or whatever it is that you're continuing into um all through the help of a cold shower you know you don't have to be in there for 30 seconds and that can make your day so much better because you don't have to to carry around the the extra sort of dread of relapsing and um and yeah cold showers definitely do help i've been in a few cold showers before in my journey trust me and they're they're not the nicest thing in the world but they help and it's it's a cheat code to stop relapsing so yeah definitely definitely do bear that in mind and i hope that you don't get to that point because cold showers yeah they're 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 not very nice i'm sure you know i'm sure you've been in a cold shower before they're not nice but they help they really do help so bear that tip in mind please all of the tips that i've recommended throughout this podcast you know the cold showers the the formula community getting busy cutting out all the triggers these all help to avoid the relapse okay but you know this is a podcast tailored towards human beings and i'm a human being and on my journey I've relapsed a few times like I've told you before it's probably gonna happen you know if you can go in cold turkey and you can just go straight in and then make the 30-day mark make the 60-day mark on your first attempt then you should be filming this podcast (laughs) honestly I will I will give you my microphone I will give you my login details and be like, hey, you film this podcast because you are a superhuman and we all need to know your tricks. <laughs> it's it's probably likely that you are going to relapse at some point, um, especially in the early stages, especially in your first attempt, especially in your second attempt, your third attempt, your fourth attempt. You're gonna relapse, okay? But what's, what's important I've learned is that you're you're not too difficult on yourself for relapsing. You sort of take it on the chin, and you're kind to yourself, and you're like, "Hey, look, I relapsed. There's, there's, there is something wrong with that, but it doesn't mean that I've done something wrong. You know, I'm not a bad person for relapsing. I'm not. My my progress is still there. I'm still wanting to make progress, which means that um, I'm in the right headspace because." Um, i'm wanting to make this change in my life and that goes to show how strong i am and just because i relapse, relapsed it doesn't make me any less strong it doesn't make me weak it doesn't it just makes me a human being okay and that's that's something that i've definitely learned and that's something that i, I needed to work on the first few times was being kind to myself after a relapse and and not going on a binge after my relapse you know um because it, it's it's okay to relapse once, you know. It's 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 not ideal, but it's okay. Um, we're all human beings. It's gonna happen. Um, it's just a case of trying to. I wouldn't say push that to the back of your mind because you need to learn from your experience of relapsing. But um, you need to look forward rather than looking backwards. I suppose the the point of what I'm trying to get of what I'm trying to get across here. Um, yeah, and learn from the relapse. Learn what sort of triggered you in a way learn why you went back to that place and try to avoid that next time and if there is a next time you relapse again be kind to yourself again do it again Uh, change your behavior obviously because you know insanity is the process of repeating behavior with expectation of a different result but the worst thing that you can do is to beat yourself up if you do relapse you know it's if anything it's it's a blessing because you've learned something about yourself and you've learned what triggers you in a way, and you can fix that for next time. Um, you don't need to be against yourself for relapsing. Please take comfort in the fact that I've been there. A lot of other people have been there. You'll realize once you form the community and you speak to people who have been on this journey for a long time, relapsing is totally normal. It's I would I'd even argue that it's expected. Um, which is why I feel like it was important to add this to the end because I don't want you to to go away on this journey. If you do choose to go on this journey. Um, I don't want you to go away and then suddenly relapse and think that's the end of your journey and that you're not good enough for it because you are good enough for it. It's it's cutting out your pornography addiction, just like any addiction, is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not an easy A to B path, just like any form of healing. It's not an A to B path, but you you will get to be eventually. It may take longer than other people. You may experience more F's, you may experience more G's, you may experience more K's along the way, but you will um, definitely reach B at some point. I hope this podcast offered you a more practical approach to abstaining from pornography and abstaining from the PMO cycle if you were to choose to go down that route, which, you know, I would 100% recommend, unless, of course, you feel like pornography is not having that much of a detrimental impact on your life in which case you don't need to go down this cycle you know you, you you don't need to cut it out you you don't need to fix something that's not broken um if you did want to then yeah 100 percent send me a message on instagram we can have a personal chat about uh, my experience and any more tips that i find along the way that i can give to you um yeah i 100 percent recommend it it's it's definitely part of my lifestyle that I'm never gonna give up. I, I feel like I have no motivation to go back to pornography, go back to that that cycle that I was once in because my life has improved tenfold since then and that's something I'm gonna address in a different podcast. I'm gonna address all the benefits that I've experienced from abstaining from pornography. Um I'm also gonna get my friend on who's also doing a nofap journey and I'm gonna ask him for his benefits so you get a more round view in the next episode. Which I'm really excited for. And it's been an absolute privilege to record this and to have you listening to my voice for I don't know how long this has been about half an hour. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a more common thing. I'm definitely going to be uploading more podcasts because I've enjoyed this. And thank you so much for joining me. Be sure to give me a follow on Instagram if you don't already. My username is kian.lg And yeah, I will definitely see you in the next episode. Thank you so much.